Afternoon, everyone. Hope you're good. Hope you can hear me. Today is one of the last shows where I'm going to have glitchy signal. I'm promising myself this. I've been looking into it. I've worked out various various amounts of dongle options, and we reckon that we're going to have something more stable for you uh, very soon. Um, so apologies for those that have uh, witnessed a few shows that they were really straining to understand what was going on, especially when we've had guests on, um, because uh, I know it's annoying. Um, quite a complex thing for us to sort out to some extent, just because of the way that we're using software. But in the most part, especially because these go daily, we've we've done fairly well, including Jack March covering the show yesterday. He famously has bad signal and he still managed it. So hopefully uh, we can get through it. The big one is that we, it depends what else has been done in the practice of which this studio is situated at any given time. So today it looks like the signal's fairly crisp uh, and things are well. And I'm going to be talking to you about guns, uh, which, of course, controversial as it is, uh, massage guns, as you might have uh, noticed in the uh, description. But I definitely want to get stuck into that. And normally, when I'm doing something solo, I've usually got two or three things I want to discuss with you. Admittedly, when I started to make some little notes about what, what things are to say or to discuss with you about massage guns, I realized I didn't need anything else. So um, please do um, get stuck into this, because I'm really interested, and I think I'm also fairly malleable to the um, being persuaded in various different parts of this as today. Um, something that I don't, I don't use on a couple of years. They proliferate uh, for good and bad reasons. Definitely would like participation. I'll start with a question for those live, but also, of course, many more people tuning in um, to the videos as well as the. Therefore, please tune and get back on social media and or the uh, info at busyohack.com. Do you what do you think of them? Uh, do, do you matter on this topic? Is it something you consider to be irrelevant or not? Uh, please let me know. I'm really interested in in your take on all things massage guns. Um, and I've put in the description the fact that you know, where some people feel they've got a place, others not. Some people feel like it's just gimmicky bollocks. Otherwise, people think that they're brilliant. Is it something that's been really timely for them to proliferate because of the lockdowns and ability for, for a decreased ability for people to contact or feeling like they should contact therapists? Or is that something that you then worry that that's a, a, a silly replacement of? quality say either hands-on care or even uh, whatever you uh, perceive they are replacing just let me know i'm interested in your thoughts because i've got my own as ever but I'm, i'd rather discuss it with you guys and, and please do let me know what your thoughts are have you seen them another question have you seen them about like are you getting any other target marketing on social media have you seen them advertised in be that in, in, in the print press or or an adverts i've even seen tv adverts on this stuff so i don't know if it's that i notice it more because i'm obviously uh, paying attention to this stuff more acutely as a commentator or is it that you know generally we are all seeing different versions of them all over the place I even heard them on a on a completely non-msk podcast that they were being advertised on uh, by the host there uh, the other day and so it just feels like they're everywhere um different brands of them so i just wondered if it's just me that's seen them or whether you have experienced that too so do let me know uh, what are your thoughts on them and have you seen them anywhere uh, the massage gun proliferation that i'm seeing is it just because of my uh, the ecosystem of which i am on in social media and curating my own feeds etc i don't know but that's definitely what i want to chew over today with you if that's all right and so please do participate as you see fit but as per usual i'm just going to close the chat for a bit
But thanks to those of you that are tuning in live. Always appreciate that. Always appreciate a bit of participation. Uh, I know Jim was having a back and forth with you all about rheumatology yesterday. Before I get stuck into that, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I'll mention it again, is that Tuesday shows are going to be covered by co-hosts, uh, by our guest hosts, essentially now. Um, and I might dip in and out now and again, if they'll have me. But for childcare reasons, I think it's smart for me to hand that over rather than me scurrying off to nursery really quickly after the show. And so we're going to have some brilliant uh, guest hosts that we'll be announcing soon. So Amelia and Reese were on talking about First Steps, going to be hosting the first Tuesday of each month. Jim's going to do one a month on, on uh, rheumatology-related issues, as well as generally he'll, he'll extend that, I think, into advanced practice-related stuff. Um, and then we've got some more announcements to come later this week as to who else is going to be hosting the shows on Tuesdays. Now, let's get stuck in then. Massage guns really interested as to whether or not um what your opinions are on them but as i said i'll just close the chat for a second get back to that please do get your comments in and i'll visit those in a bit but just let me concentrate on what, what my thoughts are and take is on it i can't help but start with any interventional modality as to what is it doing i'm just bothered about that right i'm bothered about the mechanism of effects because i think it matters downstream i think it matters to the ethics of it i think it matters to the skill set that we have Excuse me. I think it, I think it matters to the patients and public because if there's a misconception between what it does and what it doesn't do, uh, sorry, what it does and what what they perceive it does, then I think that really matters, and I'll, I'll explain why. But I've always banged that drum, by the way, right? That's one of the things that I've always looked at with regards to any intervention is that whether it works or not is often seen as being the primary issue but why it works matters to me, and the fact that there are lots of question marks over why much of what we do works or not. It doesn't mean that I don't think that's where the there is, right? I think that that's where most of the interesting questions are. And the fact that we don't always know doesn't mean we shouldn't do stuff. But it also means that we should keep asking that question because striving to know why something works matters. And I'll make sure I give explanations to that. But with regards to massage guns, here's a number of things that I don't think that they do, that they purport to some of the brands purport that they do, right? That they they suggest that these are these are devices that are doing what we've come to understand as therapists our bare hands don't do as much as we used to think right so going way back now but essentially we used to think that laying hands was making meaningful uh, adjustments and changes to people's tissue and to their physiology right so the actual structural um, integrity of the tissues we were able to um, be, be that uh, working through working through knots or scarring, et cetera, with our bare hands. We used to think that also physiologically, it used to say flush lactic acid or increase blood flow in meaningful ways. The science just doesn't support that on a physiological level, or certainly with regards to the forces that would be required to make meaningful changes to people's structure um, ongoing is, is certainly not, not there, right? That's just that biotensegrities uh, being understood better over the course of, I'd say, the last 20 years, but certainly the last 10 years, it's sort of been mainstay in MSK practice to know that the, the laying of hands, while still valuable in many ways, the interface and the mechanism from which it's actually changing people and changing symptoms, et cetera, isn't by as much of a structural or even a, a physiological, in a, uh, when I say physiological, I mean tissue physiological way, Whereas instead we've realized the huge biopsychosocial reasons that, that generally they, they, they are more, say, neurological in their origins, say, or the fact that we're, you know, your skin is a large sensory organ, that therapeutic touch and the way in which you're interacting with that person can then be incredibly reassuring and the pain relieving mechanisms that come from that, not necessarily solving a problem at a tissue fault level, right? That's a, sort of a bit of a one-on-one of how we've matured our understanding of 
the interventions that we do with our hands or with other modalities that then lay on to patients uh, or, or with patients, right? So with that said, the problem we've got is to some extent when these massage guns have proliferated, particularly, you know, timely for many people that then would get normal hands-on treatment that literally can't, especially during uh, lockdowns, uh, but, but particularly that first lockdown where really we were all shut, um, was you can understand them then replacing regular soft tissue work with then this thing that then, uh, if you haven't seen them before, basically a vibrating head of, uh, of, uh, of a gun uh, that then you can, you can certainly uh, massage your tissues with and you can do it yourself or on someone else or, you know, it's sort of sold as being you could uh, massage your partner with it or whatever for awkward to reach bits or what have you. So the fact that we'll come to where its place might be, but what I want to start with here is that the, the inference that that, is then making is the, the gun is somehow doing what we've come to learn that our hands can't do then that's where i think unfortunately it complies with some of those myths right it feels like it does drag us back if you perceive into the public if the public perceive that these massage guns are going to break down your tissue break down your scar tissue work your knots out and that's going to be the reason the structural and physiological reason for you then having aches and pains and stuff be that be that serious or otherwise then that's annoying for me that's a kind of an irritating step backward step in my opinion uh, because i just don't think that that's justified by by science or even uh, outside of the science so it doesn't play into contemporary clinical practice right i don't think it stands up to any scrutiny or test i always say and it's not a perfect um, it's not my only argument one of my core arguments independent of the research is if it was required to correct for tissue fault in patients that we see i have no idea how i've got anyone better in the last 10 years right and i promise you i've at least got a few better right so i'm just meaning that that's not i'm not coming at this from like oh here's here's some geeky biomechanical physics papers about tissue tensegrity right i'm not it's not only that right that's one thing but then also just on a clinical level i can categorically say that if it was to be fixing people's tissue characteristics or influencing their physiology through hands-on care and that was to be correcting people that then means that they're out of pain i have no idea how i've helped anyone in the last 10 years of my career right so that, that's that's what fascinates me so then with these guns if that's not what they're doing are they doing anything right one of the most powerful things for me with regards to manual therapy or, or massage or any other therapeutic touch, uh, be that even on assessment or in, uh, in, a, in a therapeutic way for treatment, is the fact that it's human to human contact. I'm even bothered about the fact that sometimes we're having to use gloves, et cetera, in various different contexts, right? And I understand why, of course, in these days, but that interaction with said large sensory organ and the way in which the, the, our, our species has, has come to value touch, especially professionalized uh, therapeutic touch, is, is something that I think that the, a, a gun, be that self-administering or therapist-administering, which we'll come to that context in a little while, I think that takes the edge off some of the reasons why laying your hands is a decent move, right? So I think that, that part of the reason is for the, the, the sort of uh, sensible, calculated and skilled to some extent, although I think there is an upper limit to where the, the skill is. But generally speaking, a skilled level of therapeutic touch, I think that the gun being between us is, is, is silly. And also it takes away some of the best things about manual therapy. And unfortunately, then the only thing it replaces it with is this old notion of what this is doing for it to be beaten away at you. Now, one of the things that I want to be clear on when people are thinking about where is its place, I'm being clear that I don't think its place is to then uh, be a pneumatic uh, tool for breaking down tissues, right? Just because I, I, I've no, I see no evidence that that occurs. 
But there has been some interesting arguments. Namely, I want to flag uh, Paul Coker, a good friend of mine. Uh, whether, whether he identifies as a good friend of mine, I don't know. But I consider him a good friend and I do like what he's about. Um, and he's someone who's, a, who's far more of an advocate for various different adjuncts of care uh, in MSK practice than I am. But he mentioned something really interesting about what he perceives to be valuable and why he would use guns, um, not just for self-administering things, but actually would use them in clinic. Because he thinks there's something about the vibration aspect that attenuates... Uh, uh, tissue or interacts with someone's um, neurology in an interesting way and he, he feels that that is that is a really interesting thing to pursue and and i think that's really useful but we, we definitely need to think is this some novel stimulus that this vibrating thing is doing that then makes a meaningful difference to people be that even in a transient way then those are things that are, are lines of inquiry that i'd like to pursue now generally speaking a key difference between me and paul one of which we're probably going to be able to get around to having out on physio matters at some point soon i hope is that's essentially the threshold for when I would introduce that into my practice is, is somewhat higher, right? It, like, you know, he's someone that wants to pursue those things and play around with those things um, as he as he goes. Whereas I'm someone that, that generally would 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 hold fire on that until not necessarily until this data in, but generally speaking, I'd need a more uh, persuasive um, mechanism of effect uh, than, than a maybe. Um, but generally, like, that's the sort of thing that I think should be explored. That's why I'm not being a nihilist on this. I'm not saying it's all bollocks, all bullshit. Therefore, we need to not uh, not use them. I think angles like that where you're about, is there something interesting about the gun and the vibration of the gun that is different to laying our hands? We're not making claims on it, the way in which it's interacting with tissues in a, in a classic way that an aggressive and deep sports massage would do we're actually thinking that there might be something novel to it. Now, if that's the case, then I, you know, I've, I've not uh, been tapping away at people's, uh, people's backs, et cetera, and, and musculature for, for ever, never mind, uh, recently. So that's something worth understanding, right? If there is a place, let's look at what this, this does, this device does, that nothing else does. <clears throat> Rather than, I would say, thinking, how, what, does this, what does this do that our hands do? That's on a therapist level. On a self-administered level, then this is where, especially because some of these devices are fairly inexpensive, right? Someone spends a few quid on this thing that they then sat at their desk and now and again that they then put it on their, their muscles and feel feel better or, or work, you know, use it to massage himself with on their quads after a run or something. Um, let's say, especially if they do it instead of torturing himself on a foam roll, or again, mainly the reason that people do that is to perceive that it's doing more to their tissues than, than anything. But I would say then um, that's, a, that's a different kettle of fish. And I think that what they believe it's doing matters. I think we should improve our messaging on it. But equally, in these times uh, that are very different in terms of the human contact, is that something that someone values and they feel that they can get a version of the care that they would normally get, that they feel good and keeps them motivated, keeps them exercising, keeps them comfortable, might enhance their sleep or whatever, that they would typically um, self be able to self-administer some sort of manual intervention, this time by a gun, rather than being able to get the hands-on care that they would normally have. That they and they say don't have any uh, unhealth. Well, I'm considering unhealthy beliefs in terms of mechanisms of effect. I can so understand that. Now, when these things are priced in their hundreds, and I think about what else that could be spent on with regards to health interventions, then that starts to bother me a little bit because I think you know fundamentally it's been shown that these things are there's a hell of a markup on them. They're not complex devices. They're they're not. Uh, 
they're not invasive medical devices that therefore need to be uh, under complex patent law, et cetera, that therefore would push the price up. So when they're, when they're expensive and they're inferring um, things and, and they've got different heads and gadgets for this is what you need to do to, to break down a particular scar of this style of formation, et cetera, then unfortunately that's marketing gimmicks. Rather than... But with regards to especially the less expensive devices uh, that aren't, uh, you know, uh, pretending to, 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 do more than they are doing, then I think there's something to be said for the fact that they're pretty harmless. You know, it's like, well, what, what we need to not be kidding ourselves to think that they're somehow dangerous. That's what's hilarious about them being guns and me saying guns and their owners, etc. is that, you know, it's like people like, guns are dangerous. It's like, well, this massage gun thing, people are liking to infer that it's dangerous. And, and I'm not sure about that. I think it's a bit overblown to infer that. Um, but, and I'm just going to get one more minute and then I'm going to go to the comments um, if there are any. Um, to, to just have a little look and see what uh, people people are thinking and, and definitely engage you all in this conversation. Final thing for me is that, admittedly, it has been an example of where MSK struggles for column inches and quality understanding and, and broadening people's understanding of pain being beyond uh, tissue with that structural physiology is something that's difficult for us to get get traction for, especially with COVID being all over the health headlines, right? And people are looking for other stories other than COVID, but they're not looking for other stories other than COVID in health, really, at the moment. So that said, that is a bit of an annoyance to me, is that it, it, it's something like this that is on the gimmick side of the spectrum that manages to cut through. It manages to cut through in the mainstream, major social media pages, adverts, because there's an obvious product that can promise the world and it therefore takes away our core message, which is that pain and musculoskeletal injury, it's more complex than we used to think. And we need to kind of broaden our understanding of it rather than just have another device to comply with the myths that we've often thought. And that's one of the things that's disappointing about me. They're not dangerous, but it's just that that, that has admittedly been, if I could just exchange some of those adverts and some of the column inches that, that this has had, and some of, the adver some of the calls I've had from journalists about massage guns, if I could just exchange some of those, for more sensible advice that I think would really lead the line on on, on helping people understand their bodies and uh, better than I would, and so unfortunately it has been an example for me of that. You know that unfortunately gimmicks do do really well in our industry, and that's the thing that often unfortunately cuts through into the mainstream and, and other other social medias and new medias is is that sort of stuff, and and that's what's disappointing uh, because it's harder to to, to advertise quality care in a way because it's not attached to a for price point you know, a, a for sale price pointed um, gadget and so whilst these gadgets i don't think are inherently bad dangerous as guns um that is something that i wanted to flag so interested in your thoughts thank you so much for the comments really and please do keep them coming especially if you disagree strongly with me you know please comment and then do come on the show put me right uh, later in the week or whatever you know I'd love to have you on on this and i'm to being influenced strongly v has said i definitely got blitzed with target marketing for a few months especially on facebook yes v same here uh interesting wasn't it um liz bailey has said well explain jack so important to get this message out there thank you liz really appreciate that david polter hi Pulse. definitely dave remind me please dm me i want to get you on tuning it over i really want to catch up with you uh, i want to chat with you uh, off, off air as well mate um i've been meaning to and i keep forgetting so i'm saying it publicly if you're up for it please get in touch gimmicks gadgets placebo and contextual effects one cannot tickle oneself <laughs> brilliant novel in novel inputs uh, is then followed up with 
I had brought, bought one or brought one? Emma said, Emma Tracer said, I had brought one. I think she might mean bought one. After seeing lots of marketing, the user guide was a short side of paper. I'm awaiting to hear back from the UK manufacturer for a CPD day. Okay, that's interesting. Let us know how you get on with that, Emma, because it would be, you know, I think that, I mean, I'd be fascinated. And if it was a CPD day in terms of novel ways in which you could use it and stuff, then it would be great to see. Are they able to do that without making or inferring bold claims as to what these guns can do to you or to others? I'd be really interested in that. Um, David Poulter has said there's been a recent published case study of rhabdo post-exercise use of a massage gun. Ooh, I better follow that up and understand it. This is the uh, clumsiness of chewing it over is that we kind of shoot the shit a little bit and probably don't. You know, I could, and maybe that had been smart for me to do a, a nominal um, PubMed search and things like that. So, you know, if only I was a professional. Uh, maybe uh, someone else can come in and tell me about it. Katie Napton, agreed if they make someone feel more comfortable then enge and engage with active rehab, as long as it's not the only thing and sold as a fix-it solution. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, what are they saying it does? That really matters, doesn't it? If that was to be inferred that that's going to fix your problem, I mean, it's hilarious because it's going to fix every problem. That's the marketing, isn't it? Like, yeah, tell us your problem. If you, if you had an entry form on a website for, for whatever it is, Theragun or, or whatever brand it is, and it was just like, enter your problem. It's like, yes, this will fix it. You know, it would be almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy um, that, that, that no matter what injury or ailment, especially on a muscular level, uh, they would infer that this would solve. And so it being fixed as a solution is definitely a, a, a bother to me. Um, and what they're inferring, it does bothers me. But yeah, generally speaking, I think there is a there is a way through. You know, I'm, not, I'm saying that there's plenty of room for me to not be a nihilist on this stuff, right? Um, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that a few of you, especially people like Katie, who have a massive amount of respect for all clinically and beyond, you know, for her to be feeling the same way, that it's not something that's strong enough in a, in a gimmick sense for us to then say, no, that there isn't really a route through, there isn't any room for that in the industry at all, even for self-care, then I'm pleased to hear that, that we're towing a similar line. Joe Turner. Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. She said, definitely agree with the reframe process. Don't need to stop everything you do, but need to constantly explain yourself and what you're doing. I think that, that speaks to the general medical ethics of the whole, whole thing, really, doesn't it? Or MSK practice, always putting yourself under an appropriate level of scrutiny, but not also breaking yourself down to, the, to, to your bare bones every time you try and do something interesting or new, right? As long as it's within safe parameters, then you can be experimental and, and, and try new things. But generally speaking, we should be questioning ourselves as to what is it that it's doing? What else could I be doing? Uh, am I getting the most bang for my buck for my patients? That's the sort of medical ethics of it. And I think when you introduce something like this, that is a bit more of a, an interventional based gadget, what is it doing? Like I said, are you doing something novel uh, that is then uh, going to going to do something that can't otherwise be replicated by other things, including your hands? Is it something that you're introducing to treatment in order for them to, to otherwise phase out of, of, of otherwise seeking uh, health care? You know, if someone's got health seeking behaviours and struggling to, to really um, manage their own care um, and they're just wanting to, to, to pay you for what are pain relieving interventions and they've you've managed to persuade them that you're not making meaningful and meaningful differences to their tissues you're trying to phase a discharge you introduce this little gun they're like, oh that kind of simulates a bit of what i feel i benefit from from seeing you and then they go and uh, you know i can i can conceive of that being a really slow discharge process to try and help someone to self-manage I mean, I'm straining a bit to do that because I think that decent, decent explanations can can do that well enough. Uh, but generally, I can I can understand it. Uh, whereas someone saying this is a good way of us pulling your pummeling your sore spots because my thumbs are sore. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be uh, into that nearly as much. Um, so that's that's kind of where my head's at. Those that are tuning in live, then, and thank you for participating as you all have been. 
I want to just ask again as to whether any of you have seen the, uh, like V had said, you know, have you been, have you seen a lot of the marketing on it? Um, is it me and the social media diet that I've kind of ended up shaping myself around? By the way, it's not just me as a person being interested in stuff. It's kind of that me and the way that I'm positioned in the industry to kind of try and keep my finger on the pulse of things means that I purposely will, my, my uh, internet cookies, I'll sort of follow things around and follow products around and then go on their websites and be served various different adverts and stuff so sometimes i'm like wow these are everywhere and it's because they're everywhere because of the way i've purposefully behaved because it's my job to look into these things and that actually people are like, oh, i only got served one out of that um six months ago and then i forgot about it so what you're on about you know i don't want to be someone that's sort of over hyping something as if it's everywhere when it's actually everywhere to me so please do let me know Stephanie's answering that question for me. Thank you, Stephanie. She suggests sin a lot on Instagram. Not cheap, 200 pounds, exclamation mark. I agree with the exclamation mark, certainly, Stephanie. She said, the claims that they're made that are made are problematic. I take your point, however, appropriately framed and explained. It can be helpful for folk from a self-management point of view. Stephanie, of course, one of my favorite people today for agreeing with me wholeheartedly. Thank you. Don't get into the habit of that. It'd be dangerous, but thank you. Appreciate it. And really appreciate the uh, ability for us to, to try and find an appropriate nuanced perspective on this, because I do think it'd be clumsy for us to sort of say, no, it's nonsense. Uh, um, and, and it'd be sneering at it because I think, you know, even if it's a narrow place for it, if it is narrow, then we should still articulate it. But then I also agree with Stephanie on the fact that it's like, well, it's expensive. You know, what could 200 quid buy you? Uh, especially if you've someone that's got, even if it's a, just a bit of a niggly grumbly thing and they chose to have a, to, a, a you know, they've got this sort of, you know what it's like. So let's say like a scapular thoracic problem that's grumpy, particularly if they sit for a long period of time, et cetera. And it just annoys them every couple of weeks, they end up having a bad night's sleep because of it. And then 200 quid, instead of getting three or four appointments with one of you brilliant lot, you know, instead they bought a Theragun or whatever. I feel like I'm picking on them as a brand, right? But, um, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, gadget, uh, manufacturer. And they do that instead. I think that's such a shame. That's an opportunity cost that kind of irritates me, but I also know why they might do that. Um, now, uh, if if despite best efforts of many a professional, they're not able to, you know, help someone to move past said niggly scapulothoracic pain, yet this device administered once a day um, helps them through that, and they aren't concerned about what it is, and they know that it's something that doesn't limit them functionally. It's just an annoyance. Then you can kind of understand that that's probably better, especially for better for them to not seek taxpayer NHS services for said grumble. Uh, then that might be two hundred quid well spent. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm open. As I said, I'm, I'm fascinated, especially if people feel that these guns do something um, that our hands can't simulate. That's one thing that I want to hear from you on. And uh, fantastic. David has then gone. He mentioned a study that had been done. Uh, he's then linking to a tweet of his uh, talking about said case study. So please do check on. He's on Periscope. He's listening on Periscope. So there's a there's a link there uh, that David's posted. Oh, he's then corrected it and posted a, 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 a link to the actual article here uh, on Periscope. So um, please do, um, if I can. Oh, let's see if I can be fancy. Let's see if I can be fancy here. No, I can't, I don't think. Because uh, what I was trying to do was post that into all feeds, but I can't. So sorry. You're going to have to go and find that, guys. I'll try and do it later. If I can copy that into the comment section on here or put it in the show notes, I will. But otherwise, go to Periscope and David Poulter has posted an academic article talking about, I think he'd said it was massage guns for rhabdo. 
Um, I've seen, I'm sure that there must be some work being done on, on DOMS. I can imagine that being feeling quite pleasant, actually. I mean, as is the nature of my ever-growing amount of chins, et cetera, that people have kindly noticed on the on the hate mail I receive, that means that I'm not getting many much DOMS and certainly no rhabdo at the moment because I'm just not doing enough uh, exercise. Um, so I wouldn't know. But generally, when I think about the, the former version of me that used to exercise and be vaguely fit, uh, I can imagine it feeling quite pleasant on Domsy legs. And so, um, you know, that, that's another reason for me to not be a nihilist on this stuff. I suppose I need to, I've had my hands on these things before it shows and stuff and even Adam sending me uh, before, but I send them back fairly swiftly. I don't want them cluttering up the office. Um, and so uh, I can understand why they might feel pleasant. However, is that enough? Is that enough for us to then say, well, there's because there's a corner of things that we can conceive of it being vaguely reasonably fair, that therefore we'll give it a complete pass for all the mad claims that it's making? Not on our watch. Um, and so thank you so much to those of you that have tuned in today live and participated as you had. I doubt it's the last time they come up in conversation, but I hope it's given a bit of a foundation for future chats on the guns. If someone's listening to this and they're actually a massive fan of them and this clear thing, clear thing that I'm missing, then definitely I want to hear from you. And if possible, I want to hear from you. And I also want you to come on the show and to challenge some of those assumptions that I'm making because I bet there's gaps in my thinking. And you could well have been thinking about this far more deeply than I have. Uh, I suspect you will have been because it's a, it's a fairly new thing for me to be thinking about. Massive thanks to all of you. And I uh, will clear off. It's one o'clock. Let me just double check as to who might be on the show um later this week um i can't even get my diary up but um i've got some cracking uh, guests coming up and also we've got enough people booked in now that i need to probably put out some social media things giving you ideas as to when to tune in when not to obviously you should tune in every single day however when you don't if you might cherry pick then i'll give you a few topics and guests coming up uh, so you can uh, be more discerning with your selections as to what you're in it over episodes to listen to thank you so much as ever for your time and i'll see you tomorrow